Uh, Come on. Higher power, this is a blessing. Knowledge is power, that's a powerful weapon. B Rock is here to give y'all the message. Whether he the cow for and over tipping the Stetson. Come on. So you don't even wanna spark it. Got a complaint head to the HR department. How you niggas figure your situation is bigger? I'm the CEO, but High Rock can still fire you niggas. Uh, Nick at night in the daytime Got a straight grind, hustle hard, ain't no playtime Truth be told, on the ground is on the way So let me reintroduce y'all to my DJ For any of y'all wondering how did we get to this point We in the end game now yeah. Machiavelli Slim, Slim said from the beginning He's a slim nigga that loves all women yeah. K-Dizzle, the man behind the artwork Make the picture clearer, the images make your heart hurt Give the people something, make them feel it in their soul Come on. But the pain might kill you, let the truth be told Come on. Yo, 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 man, we back Truth Be Told Radio I'm your boy B-Rock. Hell y'all to not. Nick and Night in the daytime and Hot Rod ain't in here with me today. But check this out. I know it's a lot been going on. I know y'all miss us. We miss y'all too. You know what I'm saying? We had this whole band. 2020, man. We coming in 2020. It's going to be all the chain. And boy, as y'all can see, uh, everybody's affected by this. So it's not just one single person. And uh, yeah. So uh, we're coming back live to y'all, man. Um, We got a whole bunch of new stuff coming up. We got a whole bunch of stuff that we've been working on. And the South got a lot to say. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to start out first saying, um, we're going to do the show a little different tonight. We're going to do a little different tonight. Um, as you can see, the show is called B-Rock Goes In. It's a lot I have to get out of my chest. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, I'll let you know, this is a rated R show. So, uh, if you got kids present, if you got very sensitive ears, then I will recommend you probably stop this show or, yeah, I'll just recommend you stop this show. But other than that, uh, just planning on dressing some things, uh, getting some things off of my chest and I'm going to give it to you all and for the people that can relate or going through something similar um leave a comment man chime in let me know you know a situation you've gone through uh you know and how you dealt with it or uh people that you're dealing with or whatever the case man you know if you can relate leave me some on it leave me some on the show leave a comment man you know like subscribe to the channel and leave a comment let us know what's going on with you, and we can, you know, let's have a little bonding session, but it about to be raw. 
you know, I'm going to talk to y'all like y'all my people, like y'all sitting right here in the living room with me. So, I had to drink a little, get a little water in me. And we about to go. Alright, so, I'm going to start off, of course, talking about this coronavirus situation. Now, of course, it hit, <clears throat> spread fast. We know how everything went down. Stopped a lot of things, made a lot of people stay in the house, and, you know, a lot of people got to do a lot of self-reflecting. And when you see that something like this happens and it forces people to self-reflect, a lot of people don't want to self-reflect. Now, again, I'm telling y'all, I'm being raw with this show. So y'all just just, just bear with me. And if you feel where I'm coming from, then damn it, I'm speaking for you. But a lot of people don't want to self-reflect. I've heard so many women um, make it seem as if it's a burden to spend time with their kids. I've heard so many, so many women complain about spending time with their fucking kids. Like you birthed these kids and the fucked up issue about this is they need to pay teachers more because some of these parents, some of these mothers who have all of this power, who they, you're the custodial parenting, you have all of this power. Some of these parents look at the teachers as if they're fucking daycare workers. They're there to teach your kids. The rest of that shit is on you. But some of these parents are so fucking lazy. It's so fucking lazy that they will look at the teachers as if you have to raise my damn kids. But the teachers ain't getting paid shit. But you look at society, they respect the stripper more than the fucking teacher. Niggas will go out and throw... 20, 30, 40 bands on a stripper instead of donating to try to raise teacher salaries. They're teaching your fucking kids. I don't understand that shit. You know what I mean? I don't understand it at all. And to hear that, you know, I was talking to this one female. I ain't gonna call her name out. I feel like it, but I ain't gonna call her name out. But she was literally talking to me and saying shit like, I have uh, basically full custody of my kids right now, and this shit is too much for me. And me and her just talking, like, we just talking. We, you know, dating, you know, dating exclusive, nothing like that. We just, you know, in the talking stage. And, and she had the nerve to say some shit like, you know, I ain't got time for this and that. Or I ain't got time for that unless you're going to come and help me with these kids. It's been hard on me. And I'm looking like, they are your fucking kids. And she like, well, I got to do all this by myself. What, I put my life on hold? This is hard. I got to deal with these kids. Then you want me to deal with you too? I said, well, hell, you been coming at me. So what was going on before you got, you know, full custody of your kids? Because you never really speak about your kids. And I just seen that. It's like, damn, this is so stressful because I got my kids now. And I said, how about you take care of your kids and date? 
if you're trying to do that, nah, that's too much. My life don't revolve around now. She all of a sudden flipping it on me like, oh, my life don't revolve around you. And I'm looking at the phone like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about you multitasking. You're talking about you You had those kids and you're still out here trying to date. But for us not to be on that level with each other, how the fuck you going to sit up here and put that responsibility on me? That's why personally when I date women that has kids, you have to be twice the woman for me. It may sound fucked up, but that's the way it is. Because I have to deal with you and I have to deal with your child as well. So you're not going to come in with this I'm the queen of the fucking earth mentality when I'm dealing with you and two, three other kids. But it's only me that you have to take care of. It's only me who you have to take care of, uh, of mentally, spiritually, you know, emotionally, you know, physically be there for me. You only worried about one person. I have to be there for you and other people. All of y'all going to want time. All of y'all going to want that attention. And I'm spreading myself thin only for you to tell me. Basically, I have to accept however you treat me. You got me fucked up. You got one kid. You got to be twice the woman. You got two kids, three times the woman. You're going to have to step that shit up because I'm stepping up. I'm stepping all the way in. I ain't coming in treating your kids like no fucking stepdaddy. I'm there for your kids. I'm dad. I'm providing, I'm protecting, I'm involved. So you're not going to treat me like I'm just some random ass dude on the street. You got me fucked up. And that's where a lot of these women get fucked up at. And I say to a lot of these women, if that's an issue, why the fuck didn't you close your legs? Why the fuck didn't you go and get an abortion? You complaining so much about your kids. Why didn't you stop the process? And I'm not saying that I'm with abortions, but I'm also saying if you're dealing with somebody and they already show you the sign that they don't want to be with you, that means you're about to be dealing with a responsibility by yourself. So all that going out and being in the street and turning up, that shit going to have to stop because now it's not about you. It's about that child. But some women think that, I ain't going to say think that, some women their child happiness is not more important than theirs. And make it makes me wonder, why the fuck did you have a child? Because that child didn't ask to be here. Your priorities are fucked up. You're looking at that child like they ruined your life when they ain't even fucking asked to be here. So, that's the situation that I unfortunately had to deal with during this coronavirus shit i also in the realm of that um unfortunately got sick myself uh my roommate was on some irresponsible shit and uh you know i i talk about his ad now because he's good now but you know he tested positive for coronavirus and um you know, irresponsibly came to the house and basically put everybody else in danger. So, you know, I was dealing with allergies and then he came to the house with that. So my system was already compromised and I ended up getting sick real bad. I got tested, but some weird situation at the doctor's office, they never gave me my results. But in the process of me being sick, I went on and 
my job wanted me to just go ahead and quarantine. I stayed off of work. And I'm also a frontline worker, too, in healthcare. Uh, I actually deliver the supplies and, you know, all the masks and gloves and everything you need to be protected. I deliver that. So I had to take off. Um, they suggested, you know, the 14-day quarantine. Hell, I, I quarantined over 21. So, you know, so I, I'm well and good, you know. I was just sick for like a week, week just a little over a week. But I still didn't never get my results back. And the excuse the doctor office gave me was their labs are so backed up. So that's what took so long. But they still haven't gave me the results. But I'm fine now. Hell. So I'm like, okay. So, I mean, you know, I don't start it back working now. So during the process, this is amazing right here that, you know, I have to share this. But I have to get this off my chest. Uh, my third baby mom. I have three baby moms. I have three kids. My third baby mom, who is very, unfortunately, she's a very toxic person and a very broken person. And during the whole time I was sick with, you know, what could be the virus or, you know, if it wasn't a virus, I definitely had pneumonia because I had problems breathing. Like I'm struggling to breathe and uh, really was trying to cough the mucus up or whatever but either way I was down I couldn't talk on the phone I couldn't get out of bed I couldn't do none of that shit during this time I had some of everybody and I want to send a special thank you to everybody man like Facebook friends I didn't really put it on Instagram but I was just documenting the days on Facebook and man it was some people that I, I really don't even have a conversation with, man. There's people coming out the woodwork, checking on me, making sure I was good, making sure everything was fine. And, um, man, I, uh, my, my, my queen, my best friend, man, you know, she cashed out me some money to make sure I was straight. My, my, my best friend, Redbird, man, she, she went to the grocery store, got me some groceries, came, and she was going to drop it off on the porch, but she ended up, you know, her and her son brought it in. Um, man, and, and, and just the people checking up on me, like, man, my, my boy Xavier Varner, uh, Bobby, uh, man, my boy, my boy Sauce hit me up, man, uh, his wife, Vanessa, my boy Josh, um, uh, my girl Candice from, you know, when I worked at the Children's Hospital. Uh, a lot of my classmates, man, hit me up, checked it on me, man. People was praying for me. Man, like, you know, uh, my cousin Nard, man. My little nephew, CJ, man. I mean, the list is just a lot of people, man. My, 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 my boy, MC Rio, people was checking on me. Everybody was concerned. Everybody was checking on me. Now, we go back to my third baby mama, who not once checked on me to see if I was okay. She actually cursed me out the entire time I was sick. All because she just want to be the center of attention. She want to make it about her. And during the time I was sick, I let her know. I mean, I'm letting her know I was sick. I wasn't feeling up to it. And 
you know, just I just didn't have the energy for it, man. Just you know, I just need you to said, look out for me. She didn't want to hear that, man. She in her mind, you ain't got it, you faking, and she was just a bitch the entire time, man. A real fucking bitch, like, like nigga, fuck your life, fuck that you sick. This shit about me, and she cursed me out. She said some of the most disrespectful shit ever, and I mean. It was it was crazy. I had to literally block her ass till I started feeling better. And we really don't talk still. It's it's still crazy. But my point of bringing this up is to say, oh, before I even get to that, I'm gonna say I also reached out to my first baby mama. She's the first person to start all of the fucking trouble. Put me in the system with the child support because she was pissed off at me and lying. Oh, you don't take care of your child because she asked me one time to get a fucking haircut and I couldn't at that time. And that was enough for me to be on child support. But she started all this trouble, lying, all this type of shit. My son, he was checking on me. He was concerned. And when I went to her about the situation, which I just see, she's never going to take me off child support, even in a crisis like this. She gave me some fake ass fucking speech about, I'm sorry, unfortunately you have, you know, you're sick. Um, you know, me and our son's going to continue to pray for you and, you know, just wash your hands and stay safe. And I was like, man, I don't need your fucking apology. Like I don't even, I mean, your fucking, uh, prayers like i don't even know who the fuck you praying to how could you pray from somebody and you can sit back and watch them suffer you can actually play a part in them suffering you could play a part in them being down and hurting in a situation and you can tell them that i i'm praying for you like who the fuck are you praying to i'm lost have y'all ever experienced that have y'all ever experienced somebody doing some fucked up shit to you, but then turn around and say they wish you the best or, you know, they're praying for you? But every day they're doing some bullshit to you. This woman get a check from me every two weeks and she throws it in my face and she knows that financially it hurts me and it prevents a lot of things from happening for me and my son but she can give a damn she can give a damn about our son's upbringing she could give a damn about uh his happiness she can give a damn man i don't too much share my personal life with people like that but um, I, I share it, but I, you know, don't go too deep into it. But the last time I had my son, you know, before all of this happened, um, my son shared with me that he told his mom basically he wanted to die because he's not seeing his dad like he used to. He feels sad that he can't have spend the time with his dad like he want to and that his dad is on child support and we can't do the things that we want to do because of mom he shared that with her that wasn't even enough to make her say oh shit let me stop because my son is saying the way he put it as a child he said he told his mom 
that he want to go and see God because he's tired of not seeing his dad the way he he's used to seeing his dad. If that doesn't make you as a parent say, let me stop the bullshit that I'm doing because my child don't is talking about not living anymore because he looks to me as his hero. And she's doing this to his hero. So that makes you the fucking villain. But in her eyes and in her fucked up mind, she's thinking that I'm doing the right thing. And it affects him all the time. But he, you know, he has the same heart that I have. We have a people pleaser type of heart. And we have a big heart. So, you know, at this age, he can't really say nothing to his mom because he knows she has control. But she don't know that he's holding that back because I did it when I was younger to my mom. I held a lot of shit in because, you know, I wasn't old enough. But when I got old enough and able to really defend myself, that shit came out. And I try to tell her that. But, of course, she knows everything. She don't want to listen to me. So for that, I want to say, Kiana Hard, you're a real bitch. Now, that happened. With the first baby mama, that happened with the third baby mama. And the second baby mama, she's a Jehovah Witness, and we normally, we can't get along because she just thinks she's holier than thou. But when we was making that baby, you, I didn't even know she was religious. So, <laughs> anyway, surprisingly, she was the one that was checking on me. She was the one, before it even hit, before I even got sick, she was like with everything going on please stay safe i don't know if she just have spurts the moment when she thinks about me and she likes me at that moment i don't know i can't answer that people but she was checking on me and i appreciate her for that and uh yeah she, she checked on me all the way through and then as soon as i said i'm feeling better <laughs> she <laughs> She went back to her, uh, you got to stay away from me. I'm holding you in thou. So <laughs> that happened. But, you know, I appreciate her for, you know, just checking on me and, and being able to uh, be mature enough to put the bullshit, any issues we have to the side and, you know, acknowledge that, hey, you're my son's dad. Like, like we have a child. Like, I need you to be here for him and I need to make sure you're, you're good. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate her for that. You know, that's that takes a lot. You know, that, that takes maturity. What the other two can't seem to see. You know, so I appreciate them for that. Now, I'm going to come back to the point that I was trying to make. Isn't it sad that even in a crisis, even in a pandemic over the world, that you have people who still don't give a fuck. They still on the bullshit. At a time where everybody should be pulling together, they still on the bullshit. And they can give a damn. They can give a damn because it's all about them. And they on the bullshit. That is sad that you cannot for one second say, let me put this shit to the side. Let me focus on what is important, and that's your life. Any way I can help, I'm going to help. 
let's stop this bullshit because shit can happen, man. We can lose people. And, you know, whether, you know, we put on our conspiracy theory hats or not, a lot of people dying from this shit. Whatever's going on, a lot of people's dying from this shit. So we can't put together, put aside our differences to make sure you're straight. You know what I'm saying? And during this process, you know, before all that went down, I filed my taxes. And, of course, they took my taxes and back child support. And they took my stimulus check for back child support. So that's another element that got added to it. Because you're telling me the way I got back on child support is from some fuck shit. You know, I lost my job at the time and the bitches at the child support office didn't even want to update it to show that I was unemployed. That caused me to build up arrears fast. You're telling me that in a global pandemic, you're sending out funds for everybody to cover everybody. If you owe the IRS, student loans, whatever you owe, you will still get your money. But if you owe back child support, you are not that important to get your fucking money. You are beneath everybody else and you basically deserve to die. You deserve to suffer. You don't deserve to. What if the dads needed that money to pay their rent? Because every dad is not a fucking deadbeat. A lot of us is in that bullshit situation because of a bullshit system bullshit you know not knowing what the what you know not having the information and a lot of us got caught up to where we got back child support and you're telling me that i'm not even important enough to get this these funds because child support just comes over every fucking thing it that's just so important on everything and then on top of that i checked the payments and they didn't even get the fucking checks the checks went straight to the arrears and they went to it as interest. And they probably peeled them off $40, $50 to add on to the payment that's coming out of my check. So basically, y'all are losing. I'm definitely losing. But ultimately, our child is losing. And you bitches are that dumb, that simple-minded and weak that you would take away from your child like that. When you have an involved father, that is so stupid. And those are weak ass women. And at the end of the day, I tell them all the time, you'll never be able to say you did that shit on your own because you need me. And you're proving that you need me. My first baby mama told her, it's sad that you got a whole man over there. And you say, I got, I'm going to get a nigga 10 times better than you. You over there cooking for a fucking sucking on a whole new man. But I still got to help you pay your bills in your house because your weak ass can't do it. As an adult, you can't even do it. So you got a whole man over there and you still got to come to me. You still got to take from me. You got a whole man that you said better than me. He should be able to do that shit, right? Am I right? You know. We had a situation where, you know, if, if people remember, if you were into celebrity gossip, where Sierra was saying that 
you know, she's tired of having to go at the future for child support and this and that and this and that. And Russell Wilson, who is her husband, who's taking care of their child as well, he stepped up and said, hey, don't worry about that. That's petty. I got y'all. So that's what you're supposed to do. You know, that's what I would do as a man. If I'm with the woman and we're serious and we stand together and shit like that, I will do that. But to for a woman to have a whole man, but you breaking your neck to get money from the man who you say you don't want no more. You're still cussing the man out. You're still arguing with the man. If I'm that man laying in the bed with you, I'll be like, you still want that nigga. Because you're investing too much into trying to hurt him. Instead of letting that man be a father to his child. You can't say that he's not there for his child because his child talk about him 24 fucking 7. He'd be so happy to see his dad. So that doesn't seem like a relationship that is broken or tarnished. That seemed like a child that really loves their fucking father. And you are being a bitch and you're interfering. As a man, I will tell my woman that. But everybody don't think like me. So at the end of the day, bitch, like I said, you need me. And I hope you hear this show. Because you weak as fuck. Now, again, I told y'all it's going to be raw. But if y'all feel me on that, men, if y'all feel me on that, women, to y'all baby daddies who goddamn thinking y'all can't do it on y'all own and y'all doing that shit on y'all own, tell that nigga, fuck you. Like this shit gonna get handled. That gonna be his laws. But you handling that shit as a woman. What they say? They tell us the man up. Woman up. You woman up. Now, that happened during the corona situation. Another situation I wanna speak on too. I wanna speak on bitch assness. As Puff Daddy coin, you have some niggas out here that's some real bitch ass niggas. I unfortunately had the unfortunate pleasure of experiencing that with my so called friends. You know, when it's amazing that it's like this, it seemed like. Everybody's down with you when you're not doing nothing. When you're just talking, they're comfortable. But when you actually start making moves, they get uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, one of my friends that we almost friends 20 years, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all probably know him. He was on the show with us. He was a part of the, the broadcast. And he walked out on us. He walked out on all his friends. And you supposed to be my friend for like almost 20 years, man. And it's been over a year. And you walked out just because nobody agreed with you on a point you was making. On a show where we don't always agree with each other. But at the end of the day, I always hear, at the end of the day, I'm a man. They always speak this at the end of the day, I'm a man shit. But other grown men have to come to you and say, have you reached out to him? 
Oh, he reached out to me. That sounds like a bitch, man. But you're talking about people being bitches. But you are displaying bitch assness. Huh? I'm going to drop one of Clues Bombs for that, goddamn. Straight up. You displaying bitch asses. And then you duck and hide from people. We reach out to you and you still hide from us, man. That sound like a, 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 a man to you? Do that sound like a man or that sound like a bitch? That sound like a bitch to me. And I try not to disrespect anybody, but it pisses me off because when we were sitting there talking about starting some shit up, doing some shit, long as shit wasn't getting done, niggas was around talking about hoes, sneakers, going on trips, doing all this, you know, talking about wrestling, UFC, all this shit. And then soon as it come time to starting a business and really getting this shit popping, now nigga got issues. Niggas disappearing and shit. Niggas feeling like um you uh you think you better than everybody and shit. Nigga had an urge to say he had an issue with me saying it's my show when we all part of it. Look, check this out. Real shit. It's real shit. It is my motherfucking show. Everybody know this is my motherfucking show. I put the money up. I got the paperwork. I bought the equipment. I bought the programs to do everything. I paid for the subscriptions to get this shit on the multiple podcasting sites. It was me putting all the money up. My good friend, Nick at night in the daytime, shout out to my motherfucking dude. He seen that shit was happening. And Nick said to me, I refuse to do another show with you and let it sit back and watch you pay for everything by yourself. So Nick, from that point, start putting in. And Nick put in so much to where, hey man, you gotta get a piece of this shit. It's only fair. Nick a rider. You know what I'm saying? But my partner of almost 20 years won't even donate fucking $20 to a show. And I ain't trying to count nobody's pockets. But bro, you got the money. You're telling me, nah, I can't donate to this show that, you know, I want to be a part of. But at the same time, you're about three, four hundred dollar shoes, bro. Come on, bro. It's for everybody. Everybody chipping in on this shit. We don't sat there, had meetings and everything. And you agreed to a lot of this shit. Now, when it's time to put up the money so we can keep this shit running. Oh, oh no, I think we should do this. I think we should do that. Man, no, nah, man, put the motherfucking money up, dog. I paid the money to put the nigga on the banner, put the nigga name on business cards and all this shit, man. And you mean to tell me our friendship ain't worth 
you got them supporting this shit, at the same time, when you wanted to start up a business of your own, I'm giving you the blueprint. I'm giving you programs. I'm giving you things to help you out with starting your shit up. You needed a theme song for your shit. I did the theme song for your shit. Made some fire ass shit for you. Didn't even put the charge on you. Because we motherfucking niggas, we all trying to come up off of this shit. But you tell me you supposed to be my motherfucking nigga and you can't ride for me like that? You can't ride for us like that. We moving as a unit. And you the only one on some dolo shit. Know what I'm saying? But when we sitting down and having these meetings and shit, before all of this business popped off, man, you was there all the goddamn time. It's like, we talking about some business, I'm going to be late for that. We talk about some hoes going to be there. Oh, I'm on time for that. Matter of fact, I'm early for that. Bullshit, bro. Bullshit. When we first started this show, we had a first guest on here, man. He don't been on the show again, but he he definitely support the brand. But he, uh, you know, we had a guest. I ain't going to say his name, but he was originally part of the show. And he ended up leaving the show because of this dude, man. He ended up leaving the show because we supposed to start the show at this time. Man, this dude showing up late. Oh, I was there with this female. Oh, I don't win and got a new car. Y'all come outside. You already hour or something late. And then you want us to come outside to see your new car. It was shit like that, man. And my other co-host, he ended up leaving. Like, I'm going I'm to give y'all some dirt, man. I'm going to give y'all some goddamn, what, what some people said, the tea. I'm going to give y'all people this shit. I got a big heart, man. I help out a lot of people, man, where I can. I'm always wanted, I always want to see people doing good. It gets me excited to see people doing good. When I see my people, especially the people I know, when they doing good, it gets me excited. It motivates me to want to step that shit up. But to have somebody who constantly sit around and talk about people need to support each other and don't nobody have each other back, especially if you young, and then here you go, get mad over a fucking debate and walk out on your niggas. But when you were just talking all that unity shit, right? You know what I'm saying? This shit crazy, bro. If y'all ever had somebody like that, man, leave a, leave, leave a message, man. Leave a comment, man. Go on our page, man, at hashtag TBT Radio. On Instagram. At H-A-S-H. T-A-G T-B-T Radio Go on our page Leave us a message on the inbox Let us know if y'all had somebody With the bitch assness like that Somebody that y'all thought would never turn their back on y'all Somebody that y'all was riding for As soon as you seemed like You were starting to grow Then they had a problem with you Now all this time My dude doing his thing He traveling, he buying shoes he want He switching cars, we both can do all of that I'm propping him up for doing his thing. Now, all of a sudden, your boy laying down business. Now, it's like, oh, damn, he about to outgrow me. I got a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? And then you find out something like that can run you away from a friendship that long. So, now it makes it seem like, okay, man, he probably... 
always had a problem with you. Now it seems like that. Now it seems like there always been a problem. You just didn't know. You know what I'm saying? It's always been a problem with him. But he just tolerated you. It's something he wanted to get from you. He had to be around you, you know, for something. But he always had an issue with you deep down inside. And I guess it took this long for him to finally say, fuck it. Fuck it, I'm going to let it out. And y'all will realize, y'all, it's a lot of people around y'all like that. It's a lot of people that really can come around y'all, hang around y'all, smile in y'all face. But they really hate y'all fucking guts. They really hate y'all fucking guts. My platform right now, man, any of my friends got something going on, man. Look, I advertise your shit on my platform. Straight up and down. I want my friends to do good. I want to be around my friends that's doing good. You know what I'm saying? My whole circle don't changed up. Majority of my circle don't changed up. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm hanging around people that that got shit going on, man. And I love it. I love it, man. I love to see them doing good. So, I'll end that topic right now. You know what I'm saying? But, the next thing I want to talk about, man, I had an issue with somebody, you know what I'm saying? They was also a guest on the show. And it's a situation where, you know, you got a friend and it's, uh, you know how we all hang out, you know, your partner mess with a chick and then she come around and then we all like, man, you got some friends, man, hook me up with your friends. So it's like a friend of a friend thing. So, um, while we've been, you know, in a hiatus, we was trying to figure out some other avenues to still put the show out there and you know do our thing so we tried this house party app you know you could get up to like i think eight people in on the video chat and stuff like that and we were just gonna put the show up on our page and y'all can go and check it out on igtv so definitely was an option we was checking out um after uh I did we did we did one to test drive, you know, test drive every you know, how the app working out at. And the normal people, you know, we talked to or uh, been around before, they popped up in there. Now a new friend popped up of this said person and hell she was cute. Cutie. You know what I'm saying? I'm single, shit. She was a cutie. I'm like shit. So, you know, me talking to her, like, we talk, we got, like, the homie type of relationship. So, I talked to her like the homie. 
And I happened to let her know, like, man, friend, cute. You know what I'm saying? And she like, I know. And I said, shit, hey, I want one. <laughs> you know, just joking. So she like, want one what? I said, I want one of your, your friend. <laughs> so she like, um, nah, you know, I don't want to, you know, nah, that one right there. I don't talk to that one right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm protective over that one. So I'm thinking she's just talking shit. And then the next thing you know, man, she don't. I'm like, well, I ain't reached out of your friend and then, you know, I'm just, you know, coming to you just saying, you know, your friend cute, you know what I'm saying? It's it's more of a put a word in for your boy type of thing. So she basically long story short on that, <laughs> she got offended. And it went from I'm offended to making threats to, I mean, just really, oh, you disrespectful. You crossing boundaries. If you do this to me, watch what's going to happen to you. You ain't got to worry about our friendships. I, me and my friends have never come on your show. And and, and I'm going to have to let her know, like, look, I appreciate y'all for coming on the show before. But if y'all don't come on the show again, man, this show gonna move with or without your ass. You know what I'm saying? And then she said something about coming to a house party. I don't even know about no fucking house party. I ain't talked to you about no damn house party. But what got me is when she threatened me. I ain't no street nigga, but I've been in the streets. I've seen people get killed. I've seen my friends get taken away from me. I've been out there. So I don't take threats lightly. I don't take threats light at all. So to have this female who apparently don't know how to talk to a man, don't know how to respect a man because you're used to dealing with that street shit and you never unlearned that behavior. You just mash the shit. And then you coming on now thinking, oh, I can get loose with a nigga. I can... You know, he's real friendly and smiles and shit, so I can talk to B-Rock any way I motherfucking want to. And I threaten a nigga, and then that, that's just going to be it. Nah, man, you got me fucked up. I used to take it easy on women. Nah, women can get that shit, too. I'm an equal opportunity ass whooper now. Because now you put yourself in a position. I ain't going to take your ass lightly, and you threatening me. So if you're going to go and get a nigga... Then go and get a nigga who's going to hold your weight. But at the end of the day, you're putting somebody else in danger. Because you running your fucking mouth because you don't know how to talk to a nigga. We are grown people. I can talk to who the fuck I want to talk to because I'm a single man. Your friend can talk to who the fuck she want to talk to. And that's the problem on that. Bitches get too involved in their friend's shit. You got a whole nigga you need to be worried about. An entire whole nigga you need to be worried about. Hell, you need to be worried about yourself. Working on your self-reflection. You know, self-reflecting. Working on yourself. Working on your faults. Working to make yourself a better person. Now, this same person don't call me venting and everything. I ain't going to put out that part. But that same person came to me to be the voice of the reason on a lot of on some shit. 
So now you're going to turn around and talk to me and disrespect me like that and threaten me? That's the problem with a lot of bitches. They jump in their friend's shit. They, it's like they want what they friend have or they want that freedom that they friend have, but they don't got it. Because honestly, this is what I feel. I feel like, one, you fucking your friend. Because you got a feeling like that's really your motherfucking girlfriend. So I don't know if y'all bumping pussy or you licking that or whatever. And this ain't no disrespect to your friend. This is strictly going towards you. That's how you act. Then, two, your ass like me. You got a thing for me, but you just in a situation where you're talking to the homie and you can't talk to me because of that situation. So since I'm talking to your friend and you like me, you feeling a certain way, you're just going to interrupt that whole program. Because the way you got offended and the way you went off, that shit wasn't called for at all. I don't know why females do that. Imagine a nigga <laughs> being homeboys with somebody else and the chick want to talk to the homeboy and he jumping out in the chick face. Hell nah, you even talk to my motherfucking friend. They gonna be looking at the nigga like, are you fucking serious? Nigga, what the fuck wrong with you? But these females do that shit all the fucking time. She even told me, oh, my friend don't like you. If she liked you, you would have knew it. I'm like, well, damn, I didn't even get a chance to talk to her. But I did request her as a friend through the app, and she accepted me right away. So now that you're doing that, it makes me really want to go and talk to her now because I want to see what the fuck you're going to do since you threatened me. And I thought we was cool like that. And what I'm taking for this, what the message I got from this is, don't take people's smiles and friendliness for goddamn granted. You don't know the other side of people. You don't know what people been through. If any of y'all got people that tested y'all because y'all was nice or y'all was so giving and they felt like they can abuse that and test y'all, let us know. Leave a message down there. Tell us about, you know, if you had a situation or even just reflect on you having a situation like that. You don't been through that before. Let us know you don't been through that before. Well, people took your kindness for granted and felt like they can get loose with you because of that. And you had to goddamn turn that shit off real quick and turn the other one on and let their ass know. Because sometimes people will have you fucked up. They'll have you fucked up. But then the next day, they wanted me to be on a party at with talking about relationships and everything. They really wanted me to be a part of it. See how shit worked out. And then when I spoke to my boy about it, she had a totally different energy then. I'm like, nah, I had the same energy you had the other night. See, I don't like that shit. That shit ain't cool. You know what I'm saying? She put out, you know, said something, oh, I don't want you talking to all my friends. One friend I was actually just talking to. Didn't get to dating or none of that. The second friend, I just mentioned to her I like. But all the dudes in the room liked her friend. 
So it was a, hey man, we like your friend. Didn't even try to holler at her or nothing like that. Didn't even do that. I just fucked with her like that because it was supposed to be in a homie situation. So I just fucked with her about that. But you taking it like I actually don't talk to your friends, been with your friends, fucked your friends, and then I'm just trying to move to the next friend. And it ain't even that that type of party. Ain't ain't that that type of party at all. But at the end of the day, you need to mind your motherfucking business and worry about what the fuck you got going on because you got a lot going on. But people, when I first said I was going to do this show solo, Man, look, in my head, man, I was hollering. I was hollering. You know, I'm talking Southern, so. (laughs) I was hollering in my head, like snapping. In my head, I sound like Tupac. I was going to fuck off. Because I had to get this shit off my chest, and it's just some of the stuff. You won't believe the shit I went through after starting a business. You won't believe how some people started acting. I mean, family and everything. People don't want to support you until they see some fucking money. Now everybody want to be nice to you when they see some shit popping. And I know a lot of us don't experience that. I know a lot of y'all don't experience that too. Like I said, long as you talking, but you ain't making no moves. Everybody's good. When you start making moves, everybody got a fucking problem. And I learned too. I had to learn this the whole way. I didn't know. And the way I look at stuff, if people don't know something, I don't, man, you crazy, you stupid, you knew better. No. If you say you didn't know, bro, you didn't know. So let me help you understand. Or let me hear about those emotions that you went through when you found this out so what I didn't know was sometimes you just gotta keep your fucking mouth shut sometimes you can't let everybody know what the fuck you doing I was always letting my people know hey this the move I'm about to make I'm about to do this I'm about to do that man and some people will sabotage that shit some people won't even ride for you I got some people right now that's around me right now that haven't contributed a fucking dime to the show. But they want to be as famous as the stars. They haven't contributed a dime. They haven't reached in their pockets, not one to say, I'm going to help. But guess what? I didn't look for them to help because I'm going to handle this shit myself. I've been doing it. So when it comes down to it and money start really popping from the shit, you know what the fuck you've been doing and you know what you haven't been doing. So we got a lot coming to y'all, man. Man, we got a review show coming. We're going to review everything, man. Anime. Cartoons, shoes, 
sports, movies, CDs, you know, people albums dropping or whatever. I said CDs, y'all know I'm old. <laughs> uh, we um, we going to go live with the show to where you guys can hit a URL stream and y'all can check us out live and leave y'all chats and, you know, we're going to have the the call-in feature and all that. If y'all people want to call in, we're going to have everything set up, man. We about to get this thing back popping. You know what I mean? Um, also, uh, we might be getting a another co-host. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be on the lookout for that. We, we, we going to gonna try to switch some things up a little bit man you know gonna try to switch some things up add some new flavor man and bring a little balance to the thing you know what i mean so we got some big things coming this year man we got some events coming up um soon as they (laughs) soon as they open everything back up (laughs) you know everything can start back moving um um, I want to give a shout out to all the frontline workers. You know, I know the show. I don't know if I don't know if y'all took it as a positive show as and in, in as a negative show, informing the show. I don't know what y'all took it as, but I hope it's y'all took it as a wrong show because I warned y'all as, and I still didn't even go in how I really wanted to go in, but I just gave y'all a taste or something. Anyway. I want to give a shout out to all the frontline workers, you know, all the men and women, doctors, nurses, caretakers, you know, who's out here on the front lines every day, you know, like myself, we out here grinding, you know, trying to make it happen for people. And, um, you know, we got to give a shout out to those people because shit is hard, man, you know. Like we're essential Like we can't get off We can't There's no days off of us We gotta keep pushing through it Um I also wanna give out to everybody Who was contributing Everybody who got out there and donated You know You know gave What they could Help people out man And people in need man Hey man that's cool you know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's good. That's what we need, man. We need everybody pulling together like that. Everybody need to come together and work together. Uh, for all the people who act like they can't sit their ass at home, sit your motherfucking ass down. Take advantage of this time. A lot of people could have been starting their careers, that thing you wanted to get to that you never had time to get to. A lot of people, oh, man, I work. I don't really have time with my kids. Now you got time for your kids and you complaining. Sit your motherfucking ass down. Sit, sit your ass down. Shit. Um, <laughs> shout out, man, to uh, my people. I want to give a shout out to my queen, Lady Frenchy, you know what I'm saying? We working on something big for her. She got a YouTube channel coming soon called The Vow. You know what I'm saying? So 
I want y'all to stay tuned for that, man. She's going to be coming with some real game, man. It's a real positivity, man. She's going to be speaking for the culture, man, for the for the black, you know, for that melanin, man. She's going to represent. I need y'all to go out and represent. I need y'all to support her shit right now. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's going to be fire. We're working on it. I'll let y'all know when that drop so y'all can go and subscribe. But for the meantime, take y'all ass over. YouTube, IG, Facebook, Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Check us out, man. Hashtag TBT Radio. Hashtag the symbol TBT Radio. On Facebook, IG, Twitter. Forgot about Twitter. Spell the word hashtag out. TBT Radio. Y'all check us out, man. We coming with that fair. You know what I mean? When everything get back up and running, we still got Troopy Toe Underground. You know, for all the underground artists, all the up-and-coming artists, you know, we're going to help showcase them. Check us out, man. Y'all also be looking for me, you know, very soon. I'm going to be on a episode of my homeboy, MC Rio. Um, he got a league started up, a, a battle rap league. And, um... I'm going to be a part of that, man. Y'all have to check it out, man. Go on there. Um, check out check out his uh, check out his channel, man, on Facebook. Uh, not Facebook. I'm sorry because I'm looking at it right now. Um, it's called Vortex, uh, Vortex Battle Rap League. V-O-R-T-E-X Battle Rap League. It's on uh, YouTube. Y'all go over there and check that out, man. And um, I'm going to be on the episode of that thing soon. I'm going to hit y'all up. Let y'all know when I'm on there so y'all can go and check that thing out. Going to be on there dropping some bars, dropping some knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, just got a lot of big things working, man. Um, Again, I'll leave y'all, man. Handle your business. Don't tell everybody all your moves. Watch the people that are close to you because those are the people that will snake your ass fast. Don't let people take you for granted. Doing business, sometimes you're going to have to be goddamn stumped down because if you mix the two, oh, we friends, we friends, we friends, they will take that for granted. Some people don't know how to separate that. So sometimes you have to be stumped down and you have to be for real because it's your shit. You got to protect your shit. What Erica Badu said, she's sensitive about her shit. Gotta be sensitive about your shit. Protect your shit, man. It's been B-Rock. Y'all can hit me up at TBT underscore B-Rock on IG. Holla at y'all. Y'all be easy out there. Stay safe. Use all the precautions. Wash your hands. Put the mask on, not only on the Rona, but if you're down south in Georgia, that damn pollen. 
It's been another episode of Truth Be Told Radio. I'll holla. Y'all be easy. <laughs>